0: Welcome everyone to the Last Video Store Clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the Last Video Store Clerks. (laughs) But I watched People Under the Stairs, and I Did watched... Did you? Yes. Oh, I've been wanting to so much. Still so good. Uh, it's so fucking weird, isn't it? Yes. And then uh, I watched uh, Prince of Darkness because this one was mm. yeah. in there. Uh, I haven't seen Prince of Darkness as much, but it's not my favorite. Yeah, I'm not a Batman guy all the time.
1: It. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just being that guy. I'm sorry. I had a day off today that I normally don't have off, so I feel different. 'Cause you know I'm always used I'm so burnt out when I come over here. Now I'm just like, yeah. I did errands and things around the house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All day long. All day long. All day long. I would like to do that. Yeah. I would like to not do any work for a day. I don't think I'm able to do that.
1: I mean, some of the shit that I did around the house was definitely work though, is what I'm saying.
0: Like I didn't I wanted to
1: just sit there. And like nothing. Oh man,
0: that sounds good.
1: Like, even if I wasn't watching a movie or a phone game or playing a video game, just sitting there, like looking at the living room wall with the sunlight on it. You know what I mean?
0: I'm probably going to do that this weekend. Kelly's going out of town. Oh, there you go. Friday. So I'll come home from work Friday to no one but dogs. Yeah. To be fair, though, I have three fucking dogs. It's a lot of dogs when you're alone. You still got to take them outside, walk, walk here and there. The walk is the intense part yeah like uh do you do all three at once yeah dude wow a 70 a 50 and a 30 all at once
1: well you know it's depending on where you're at in the workout <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all old though beyond adulthood so people under the stairs though that shit was 90s right and that's that good 90s horror weird
0: horror it's the two from twin peaks oh i'm wearing a twin peaks shirt there you go laura fucking dern yeah she knows about dinosaurs i heard that somewhere seen did it. you ever watch enlightened no neither did i i don't know what that is this is a hbo
1: series with laura dern it's like christian bale when he was in stuff as a kid I haven't seen it ever
0: seen empire of the sun nope never did it it's a steven spielberg movie i know what the fuck right that's your weird blind spot i mean it's like you know you can't catch them all yeah but you can watch that one that's a good, <laughs> that's a good fucking movie it's like a classic yeah. Yeah. Did you do it? Did, did, yeah. <laughs> did I dress up in a leather bondage yeah. suit while I watched people under the chairs? Not this time. Not the
1: okay. Just check in. You should have streamed that shit if you did.
0: Like like you know, just have the just movie. Just sit perfectly motionless. Every now charge and then, 5 bucks an hour. Just drool every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> but then just rub it in. <laughs> anything else? You watch anything else? I mean, I've been watching Killing Eve. I'm trying to take all of that down before hbo stops their sharing amc with you shit i mean i could just get amc again if i needed to but real fucking into killing eve it's really good like i haven't had a show just be like that's what i want to watch for a large chunk of time it's good to find something that hits the spot what you're looking for nothing gets that feeling like i watched the first season of lost by buying a dvd set of it and that's why it was so good (laughs) <laughs> like everybody else had that like what's happening week by week but it was like that was the first time i bought and binge watched an entire season of a tv show and then you had it and it was like a like crack and i am trying to reclimb that mountain it's like that first line of cocaine i did some oldies i watched virtuosity that was that i'll give them this
1: much you know i've been watching a lot of those like uh the tech ones lately and the just the memory you know, the, like how big a file size is just makes you laugh your ass off in most of these. Sid 6.7 or whatever Sid he is, 50 terabytes. Cause I think that was 97 for them to give him 50 terabytes. I was like, that's legit. I'm like, okay, good, good job on the file size, people. <laughs> it was just...
0: How big do you think he is now?
1: Oh, God. I mean, he's probably running... I don't know, dude. He's probably running out of a server room somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's probably
0: like racks on racks supporting the new Sid. Based on looking at...
1: Russell Crowe
0: now, how big would that file size be?
1: Dude, racks. I'm telling you, man, this dude would have like a whole like data center probably dedicated to him at least like a room at least a big lab in it just parts of it like when he gets shot and it heals do you remember like that yeah kind of yeah well i got to see i'm
0: picturing the end scene of the movie in my mind and being like there's no way that's gonna hold up for me
1: well and just denzel you know like he's been older for a while now so to see like mid late 90s denzel in a movie i'm like damn and that outfit he
0: has in that movie
1: well, yeah, when he first starts and his like hair, is, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it's before he gets trimmed up. Damn, that's like nineties Denzel, and that movie was nineties, nineties. Yeah. Man, Fallen, I need to watch that again. Fallen is so good. I know I've seen a uh, Seven a lot here and there lately. I've I've done Seven like a, at least once a year the last couple years. Weirdly,
0: I, I used to watch Seven on Christmas all the time. Okay, like it was like a a movie I watched around Christmas time for some reason. I don't know if it's because Seattle looks like Texas in December. Do you, do you December. consider like the head in the box a present? <laughs> <laughs> is that like... No, it's not that. It's just, is that like the craziest it, it white elephant game ever? It was one of those things too. Me and my mom would be like, "We want to watch Seven. you know. And so, like <laughs> Christmas, you're around your mom, so like that would be like what I did was I'd be like, "You want to watch Seven? And I'd be like, "You want to watch The Shining?" So we can see snow again. Oh, and I'm halfway through Dragnet. <laughs> halfway through dragnet
1: yeah i started it and then i meant to finish it the other night but then I, I played video games dragnet
0: though just starting it i'm like oh shit i'm watching it like i'm gonna finish it it's so good so you're right around where they're in the water right
1: well uh they just met what's her name so she, like
0: i think she's about to get kidnapped oh okay so it's before they go to like the ceremony man it's been a long time but i feel like the whole movie replayed in my head
1: oh yeah that's the thing it's been forever since i've seen it but just As soon as I saw the beginning, I could see the whole thing unfolding. I watched
0: it so many times
1: when I was little. Yeah, it was just one of those that was on all the time. And at the same time, the real Dragnet was on like Nick at Night. So I had some reference.
0: When I was a kid, I would pick things solely based on there's a Ghostbuster in that movie.
1: Well, so did you do like the Spies Like Us?
0: all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah i think yeah. i found all of that stuff because i was like there's a ghostbuster and like any bill murray movie i originally watched was, I was like <laughs> peter bankman's in that movie you know when i was a little kid so that's not such a bad way to find your way like we had pretty good source material mm-hmm. as far as that that was the same as like i watched michael keaton movies because he was fucking batman
1: yeah anything with michael keaton that was Batman. i feel you on that one i did the same with that one
0: like multiplicity when that came out, I was still excited. And that was way later. Pizza. <laughs> Shit, touched mine. My... <laughs>
1: Scott likes to put like superimpose himself into pictures with Michael Keaton. <laughs> it's true. I, I have been doing it for years. But it was amazing because every now and then he would just text me one if I didn't see it like on Facebook or something. Did were you putting those on Facebook or was that a vine thing? I
0: made a an Instagram account called Just Hanging with Michael Keaton. <laughs> it was at just hanging with michael keaton it's still there
1: so the fact that like his career has been revitalized does that make you happy oh it makes me super happy he's in
0: so much i think the last it thing gave I'll, me more pictures too
1: what was the mcdonald's one that's the last one that like I oh the founder that and i watched one on netflix called worth he played a lawyer he had to put a number on the life
0: of the victims from 9-11 this weekend because kelly will be out of town i'm gonna sit and watch the flash you're gonna do the flash I yeah knew that's where that because was going. i've several times been like you want to watch the flash and she's like fucking no so now's your all. chance to yeah, watch the i'm flash. gonna watch it yeah. there you go
1: those were the movies i will finish dragnet uh ancient aliens has new episodes so they're like newer and what i did was i was eating dinner and i was like i just want something in the background the same people it is dude
0: yeah <laughs> giorgio
1: it's aliens the hands, the hair.
0: I told you he was in Resident Alien, right? That TV show? Yeah, was yeah. From yeah. Alan T- well, and I watched his, sh- he had his own show for, it didn't
1: make it though, but I watched one and, oh my, you know what you're getting into with Ancient Aliens. It's just, you know. Ancient Aliens had good producers. Yeah. Like the way
0: they arranged the show. Well,
1: these new ones, it's the same thing. It's like new, it's new info. It's new info, dude. Like these new theories on different, you know, they're getting deep now into some shit levels into it at this point
0: i also watched a couple episodes of ghost adventures for no particular reason ghost adventures pretty good with the zach guy yeah so had you ever seen those before i had here and there but i hadn't like been like i'm gonna watch this so out of that whole thing even ghost hunters like the
1: original one well that was you know a reality tv hit ghost adventures was the best to me i've watched so many if you ever get a chance to watch their um full length thing i forget where it's you know it's a place that's haunted dude the shit that goes down oh it's like an uncut yeah like they go on site to something and it's like it's more than just the show like i feel like this is what got them the show i saw it back in like between 06 and 08 i feel like it gave me fucking goosebumps like the climax
0: that's the thing is that kind of shit even if it's fake it kind of gets me when they're like it's like two people like very intently listening to something it's like uh when a room full of people laughs, and you have to, you start laughing too, and even though you're like, "This isn't funny," but with them, though, when you watch too many, you get to the point where it's like,
1: "Did it get colder in here?" Yeah, it gets
0: silly after a while. Yeah, but if you step away for a while and then come back to stuff like that, you like can't it'll get hit you it hard. Again.
1: You can't hit it hard because then it, I'm having trouble breathing. I don't, f- <laughs> I don't feel like myself. Well, Ghost
0: Hunters, I felt like it wore out its welcome. Like yeah. those two guys, like I was like, okay, Roto-Rooter guys, you guys don't work at Roto-Rooter anymore. You don't have to say that in the fucking.
1: Yeah, your van is obviously not the same van. There's from no work.
0: fucking way you're still doing that, and you've been on the TV for twelve years, so you don't get to keep saying you're a plumber.
1: No, I was definitely a Ghost Adventures guy. Yeah, I like it more
0: charismatic.
1: His hair with the glasses and like his style i think that he they drew me in man I go, yeah, yeah ghost it's Adventures. A, it's a more charismatic show i'd have yeah team ghost adventures so we did watch a movie from the 90s though and it had
0: a cast member from ghostbusters in it and it had a cast member from ghostbusters It's vigo <laughs> this was vigo's last movie no way yeah did he pass away no he just quit he making he just movies? stopped making movies okay he was a wrestler before that was he apparently he looked pretty mean I feel like I've been saying apparently a lot. Like it's a crutch word. Yes, he he was a wrestler. Apparently.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This one, I want to tell you, I said I'd never seen it. How many times have I said I'd never seen it? But like, oh, I thought I had. No. I've seen this movie. I can't tell you at what point in life. And I don't remember the storyline. But I will tell you, I've seen the movie. There were too many times where I was like, oh, shit. Like, I've like you were like, that. I've seen this before. Yeah, but like, I I had no recollection of the storyline, the context. Like, it was all just I was drawing blanks. But so much of that, him with the peeling, and we'll get to that maybe. But just little things in the movie, I'm like, I know
0: that I've seen this. So this was the time in 1995 when I suddenly realized who John Carpenter was and how much a part of my life he had become. Mm-hmm. Like I never put it together. I think before this movie oh came like out. oh he's had his hand in this many different projects that i was like this is the guy who did halloween and but moreover it was, i was like this is the guy who did the thing because the thing is like that's top three for me as far as any movie is concerned alien and the thing hold like the top two the third one rotates blade runner gets rotated back in every time i watch it i'm like <laughs> oh my god it's so good and then like it starts to kind of orbit (laughs) you know something else comes in there oh fuck blade runner's back it's still not better than the thing or alien but science fiction when event horizon came out i was like this is in the mouth of madness in space but it was one of those things where i would say in the mouth of madness to people and they would have no recollection of what i was talking about but it's the same thing like i feel like people saw it it just didn't stick yeah, I can tell you I saw that movie at some point in life. And the, the whole
1: thing. The whole thing. So many points in the movie. I was like, this is familiar. I've seen this. Like, I can tell you I've seen it. I just don't know when. And I don't remember a damn thing. Like nothing about the story came back. But just scenes, the setting in certain scenes. I'm like, I've watched this. Didn't regret watching it. I like this movie. You
0: liked it? I liked it. Oh, good. I did. I really like this movie. I am fully aware that it is not the best john carpenter movie
1: there are some holes there's some holes i'm there's gonna some, tell you there's some big holes
0: some real silliness happens as a first time like w-
1: watching this watching this you know for the first time um there are some big i mean it's not quite like the chick who had the zippo in that movie that i watched a couple weeks ago <laughs> like where'd the zippo
0: come from i rented this as a new release when i was 11 years old because that was when they started loosening up the grip on what i watched this movie scared the fuck out of me then. But I was 11. And this was before you had to be, what, 17 or have like parental approval to rent on their account.
1: Remember when that started at Blockbuster?
0: Do you remember that shit? Well, this was from like a local video store. Yeah, like a for movie sure. gallery. And or something. I didn't do it. It was just like my mom was like, I think. My... Was it a movie gallery? No, my friend, <laughs> it, I forget what the video store actually was called now. Um, weirdly enough, but my friend John's parents owned it. Oh. So they would come and, like, my mom would show them the movie. And it was basically, the question my mom was asking was, is this movie full of sex? And if it wasn't, (laughs) he'd be like, it's fine. He can handle it. Mm -hmm. Like She was like, he can handle it. I just don't want him watching movies specifically to see sex scenes because I was an 11-year-old boy. That's what I wanted to do. (laughs) I'm going to watch this in my room. (laughs) What was that uh, Corey Haim? It was, like, basically a softcore porn. They did some weird-ass shit. Um, uh, there's quite a few movies I couldn't tell you the it was name. Blown of Blown away. It was called Blown Away. Okay. And it was, but it was not the Jeff Bridges movie, <laughs> not the Jeff Bridges, Tommy Lee Jones okay. with you two, uh, with soundtrack. you two in the soundtrack. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah, it had a good plot, it had the Northern Ireland bomber thing going. Yeah, I watch all those. You know,
1: what's that one with Brad Pitt and,
0: yeah, California, <laughs> 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 God, no. with a K. <laughs> Johnny Sway
1: No <laughs> Legends of the Fall The Devil Zone You, you couldn't Paris distract me Ford. Devil Zone, yes yeah. Wasn't it Devil Zone? Devil Zone, yeah, yeah. I watched that one uh, within the last year Out of the Blue I, I, d- I have seen that in the last year I'd watch that It was alright This movie though When do you think you saw it? Uh, what, In the Mouth of Madness? In the Mouth of Madness <laughs> That's the thing um, I feel like based on how I didn't remember shit Like specific like specific shit it had to have been probably when it came out so maybe like whatever hbo or cinemax it made its way to 96 ish probably 95 96 i probably
0: watched it or or high school it was on a channel during daytime i was gonna say that there was a period of time when we were teenagers when i feel like they played in the mouth of madness on sci-fi channel around halloween well that's what what i'm saying
1: so like if i was like homesick from school or we had like a holiday like it was on tv i probably watched it
0: you know because i was sitting there
1: but it was long enough ago to where i know i'd seen it but
0: the storyline was nothing just nothing kind of what's good about this movie is the storyline too
1: it was great i can't think of anything else offhand where this is the the plot you know what i mean Okay, and I got a question about it, but I think it's too soon.
0: In the Mouth of Madness, we rented this movie by the way. We were waiting for it to be on a streaming service. This is another one that we talked about when we first started doing the podcast. And now it's Halloween for the second time. It was 2.99 as well. Not a bad price for this. 2.99 completely Come on. worth it to me. If you think about it
1: though, that's at like a new release price at the video store.
0: Yeah, that's true. We do fall for some shit. Everything should be a dollar ninety nine.
1: Yeah, I mean two ninety nine is cheap on it. Like I'm happy about two ninety nine on Amazon, but just now I was like, "Well, shit, it wasn't two ninety nine what the new release DVD was compared to the one ninety nine or ninety nine cents."
0: Yeah, and I'm already paying you how much a month? Amazon out there paying for your penis rocket ships? Oh yeah. You know I don't really get. Making fun of that guy for that. I'm going to go off on a tangent, but I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, we make fun of this guy for, like, he built a spaceship, took Captain Kirk with it, and wore a cowboy hat. It's fucking awesome, kind of. It's just because he has a lot of money. Makes us mad. Well, I mean, why are all the super rich people trying to go to space? That's how that works. (laughs) We've seen the movies, guys. In the Mouth of Madness begins with freelance insurance investigator John Trent being committed to a mental hospital and soon after he's visited by Dr. Wren who believes he can somehow help the unnamed disaster going outside. I don't think that I noticed that there he's like he shows up and he's like, there's something weird going on out in the world. But I kinda picked that vibe up this time. At the very beginning. At the very beginning. Oh, of course. I it thought was strong, man. He was just some psychologist. You know see, because you had seen it
1: so much when you were younger, you were holding on to whatever well and I'm sure you When's the last time you saw it?
0: It's been a long time. Okay, okay. See,
1: so you had that
0: idea and you were close. Like, you're close. You yeah, just... but I didn't remember that he already came and he was like, oh, like, I'm here because we don't think you're crazy anymore. And he's like, I'll just stay. <laughs> his body is completely covered in crosses that he's drawn on with a black crayon. But he sits and recounts the story to the doctor. Trent was hired to locate horror author Sutter Kane after Kane's agent went crazy from reading his newest book and murdered his family and then somehow finds him in the middle of are they in new york or chicago or something like that where the the hobbs knob hobbs landing knob, <laughs> the town no no not the town like where he's having dinner or lunch or whatever with the guy oh yeah and new york or sh- agent like, comes yeah, for
1: him. new york chicago maybe philadelphia
0: close enough to drive to new hampshire quickly yes after meeting with the publisher and teaming up with kane's editor linda styles Trent discovers clues on the covers of Kane's novels making the shape of New Hampshire, perhaps leading to the author's reclusive New England home. When Trent falls asleep, Styles Drive turns into a strange nightmare encounter, and she miraculously arrives in the fictional town of Hobbs End, where Kane's stories seem to be coming to life. I felt as if she never
1: emphasized to him enough how fucked up the shit was that she was seeing.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it was that's the thing that really scared me, I think, when I was a kid, was that area of the movie well
1: yeah there's like the fucking wormhole to the fucking hobbs knob there's the painting in the fucking in lobby you know like driving on nothing driving on nothing like you're above the fucking clouds yeah let him know what the fuck just happened don't just be like yeah it's your turn to drive it's morning Yeah, it's your turn to drive like that's the best she could come up with <laughs> bitch give me some
0: detail that is some john carpenter shit though it's yeah. your turn to drive no talk about what the fuck she just saw but when they find kane he reveals that he has divined his stories from the elder gods the old ones <laughs> breaking <laughs> through from another dimension and he insists that trent was drawn here to deliver his new manuscript to the world and usher in the end of mankind i mean he could have just given it to his fucking agent he didn't need to make his agent go crazy and kill his family trent is left wondering what's real and what's part of another sutter Kane story sutter Kane. it's a good name it is that's like spot on for like a horror author john carpenter directed christine so he's friends with stephen king and let me get this straight his name is john trent everybody has like
1: a fucking (laughs) badass name in this i never knew through the whole movie what his name was
0: oh really no that character his character's name i never knew They don't really refer to him at all. He calls her styles the whole movie. So much.
1: And God, what was up with her? Like, I felt like she was changing her accent at different times or just speaking differently. Did you pick up on that?
0: I did. I also think that Sam Neill floated in and out of his New Zealand accent through the entire movie. Yeah, but it's fine. And this is post Jurassic Park. We know he can hold down an American accent for an entire film. He was into this role, though, I feel like. Oh, yeah. He played the (laughs) shit out of it. Hey, And about the crayon, magic
1: fucking crayon. He's only asked for one. Right on his skin. Yeah, his skin, his clothes, the room, top to bottom, has fucking cru- like crucifixes everywhere.
0: How and- did he get them up that high?
1: <laughs> well, and like In I pictured his him padded room. Well, you know how they're on the shirt, so I picture him like taking off the shirt and like laying down, and sitting on the floor, like. Ah. color the shirt and the ones on his head was he using the reflection in the glass window how else do you get them that good i was looking at i was like those edges meet think about how hard it would be even just to draw like a crucifix on your head without seeing it It was just kind
0: of silly too because you were like this isn't like god man like later you're like there's no fucking way that i would come to the conclusion that i need to find god
1: <laughs> well, and not only that, but there I gotta mean,
0: be like, everything is fucking meaningless.
1: Look, we just watched the Pope's Exorcist. Okay, like these crucifixes aren't gonna stop what's happening to him. This is like a takeover, a fucking takeover. In the Mouth of Madness is the third installment of what John Carpenter refers to as his Apocalypse trilogy, in which he includes 1982's The Thing and 1987's The Prince of Darkness. It stars Sam Neill as John Trent, Julie Carmen as Linda Stiles, Jürgen Pucknov. <laughs> and Paknov as Sutta Kane, David Warner as Dr. Wren. John Glover as Saperstein. Bernie Casey as Robinson. Peter Jason as Mr. Paul. And Charlton Heston as Jackson Harglow.
0: They kind of throw you when you saw Charlton Heston in it? I was like, oh, shit. That's, that's like A lot of the Charlton actors Heston. in this, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So was this movie like a big deal when it came out? Like it didn't have a gigantic budget. Mm-hmm. I think this movie cost like $10 million. Well, because almost every performer like they get to a point in their career where like even the
1: great ones are doing just like whatever at the end for money and so my thought was like was this charlton heston like was this a movie i mean charlton big deal?
0: heston's always been this kind of guy you know this is the kind of movie he does like when you think back of charlton heston's career he likes horror and science fiction movies so it's not a stretch to be like yeah i wanted do a john carpenter movie in 1995 was he soylent green yeah Planet of the Apes. I always go to Planet of the Apes, but I was like, wait, he was soiling like Green, too. Yeah, and uh, what was the Omega Man? The I, I Am Legend, the original. I never saw that. You never saw Omega Man? No. Oh, it's good. You know, I saw this movie once called A Boy and His Dog. Yeah, you made me watch that fucking when we were in high school, and I was like, fucking
1: just say that, don johnson i want to say neil made me watch that oh did he neil made me watch that that's how i learned about that movie neil made me watch it and i was like what the fuck you're like
0: my... i'm gonna put this in scott's fucking head well it was you know what's the... funny is that science fiction author who wrote that story is one of my favorite really now. yeah okay but uh that particular one
1: <laughs> is... well you know so this was somewhere between 99 and 01 and i found it at my blockbuster just saying i mean what was it 20 years old at that point probably 25 probably yeah 20 25 i found it at blockbuster
0: nash bridges (laughs)
1: um we feel it's important to point out that wilhelm von Homburg plays simon the leader of the angry townsfolk
0: he's vigo it's vigo what the fuck i don't think i noticed until this watch that is vigo oh like you the whole time the carpathian is in this fucking movie yeah this is like this is vigo at his best i don't know how i didn't notice that before and if i did i don't remember but wow
1: well and he's got lines and what he's in it two or three different scenes yeah it's also got francis bay who we mostly think of as happy gilmore's grandma mrs pickman the innkeeper the monstrous innkeeper it's creepy she was fucking really good at this she was in a bunch of stuff man she was in a ton of things The script was written in the late 80s by Michael DeLuca and offered it to Carpenter first, but he passed. Tony Randall and later Mary Lambert were attached before the screenplay made its way back to Carpenter. The movie is filled to the brim with references to Lovecraft and Stephen King, but Scott can tell us more about that as it comes up. And I I will... (laughs) and i will uh the score of this film is as usual composed by john carpenter himself and is inspired by metallica's enter sandman carpenter wanted to use the song in the opening of the movie but was unable to secure the rights fucking metallica (laughs) not just
0: lars yeah you wouldn't give a song to john carpenter they probably didn't know they probably it was probably somebody else somebody Um, was like not interested
1: so with the help of composer jim lang and guitarist dave davies from the kinks the main theme was written to sound reminiscent the movie is largely considered a box office flop but it's a fucking john carpenter's movie so cult status is given
0: i love this movie as far as John Carpenter movies, this one is really fun for me to watch it every time. It was good.
1: It was good. I like I was worried, you know, even some of my favorite movies just because of age, it's really hard for me to go back and enjoy it. So for one that I didn't remember, not that I haven't seen it, but one that I didn't remember. <laughs> I was I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I think it's a good story. Like if you look
0: at the story, that's a great idea. This one sits with Stephen King's The Dark Half. For me, did you ever watch the dark half? No. It's the one where, so the guy has a pseudonym. He writes under a pseudonym, Richard Stark. And he's going to stop writing under the pseudonym. And the pseudonym starts killing people in the real world. And like writing like the sparrows are flying again on the wall in people's blood. That's badass. It's fucking crazy. That's it badass. does not hold up as well movie wise. But that book and that movie like stick out.
1: We'll see. What's the Christopher Nolan that you really, tenant? Okay, so for me, what really blows me away, if you break down a lot of what we
0: see, it's, it's the same storyline as something else for the most part. It's Yeah, but this was not a horror movie plot that I've ever seen before, or it has ever really been done again.
1: But you didn't have to go so deep like Nolan had to do with Tenet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't need to sit there and really take fucking mental notes and blog things, little asterisk here, little flag here to remember what's going on and put it all together. Like, it doesn't have to be that.
0: But I still think it was really tight as far as the story goes, because he says the whole thing about, like, maybe the world would be better off if we all died off.
1: Well, and it was, but you didn't have to blow us away and take us on this multi-tiered adventure to pull something together. It was just, it was, it was solid.
0: The beginning of it, I remember when I was younger, scared the crap out of me with, like, the guy with the axe in public, you know? Just like, looking all up, strung yeah. out in those Fury eyes. Suttacaine. Those <laughs> eyes. <laughs> like, the like, way he sounded. Yeah, well, the splitting pupils, what do
1: they call that? Not-
0: Bifurcated? But yeah, this movie was full of just homages to things like the guy was vaguely Stephen King, Hobbs End. There's a Stephen King story called Crouch End. It's a town in England, but... I feel like that was kind of where that came from. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it was a lot of H.P. Lovecraft stuff. Some of the characters, straight up when they're reading Sutter Kane things, they're lines from H.P. Lovecraft. Some of them are slightly altered, but some of them are exact quotes. So they got the rights to that? Yeah, there was a line <laughs> from Haunter in the Dark where he says, the seed of evil older than mankind and wider than the known universe. That's straight out of an H.P. Lovecraft story. I And I don't recall exactly where that was at, but i remember hearing it. i think it's trent reading it and then there was another one that was like from rats in the walls that she read a totally different hp lovecraft story but all of the titles of everything were like almost hp lovecraft titles
1: chimera chimera sorry i couldn't let it go dude yeah what i was talking about with the split pupils it's a chimera thing <laughs> sorry i could not let that shit go i could not let it I go had but to know the split pupils well to me you know uh We talked about post-exorcist. I was like, what the fuck's up with the teeth? I get it. It's evil. But what is that? I didn't get it.
0: Split pupils like that? That's some evil shit. Yeah, that freaked me out. I think the police officer in his dream had them, too. Yes. Um, And somebody else...
1: Like, those were around. Um, But even a creepy guy with the acne at the store and the bloody eyes.
0: (laughs) The devil's acne. (laughs) It was gross. A little greasy. Yeah, the deformity of the people... That would pop up throughout Ooh, it. the offset eyeball? That was like Hellraiser vibes. Oh, that one in the town who walks by and it's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That
1: was those little John Carpenter kicks. Or how about like when he's in the padded cell and in the music and he's like, Not the carpenters, too? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean also at the beginning, like he you know, he kicks him in the nuts, he's like, sorry about the nuts, and then they bring up the nuts again. It's like, damn. Like, let's ag- let's acknowledge that somebody was hitting the junk. This movie was really funny, like here and there, <laughs> on purpose. Why did he fuck with her in the car, Styles? When it's him and Styles, <laughs> who the fuck carries around like an old school bike horn in their glove box? Walking, oh, yeah. walking, walking, walking. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, she's sleeping on a fucking road trip. They're in a Cadillac. Yeah, like right? he was
0: lonely or some shit, and then she's up and he sleeps through the whole fucking like drive to hell
1: yeah i mean you know before they leave the city he's like borderline like sexually assaulting her at the elevator you know with the lean in and stuff i'm like look i know this is like the mid-90s but hey it's not okay but then just like the the childish (laughs) she's sleeping in the car
0: i would like to bring up that where that leads is her trying to kiss him and him being like inappropriate timing (laughs) like it's like a really weird moment but wasn't she doing it as a distraction i
1: think so to get the keys is that what it was
0: those keys were apparently made of pasta that she
1: ate oh yeah just swallow keys just write down the chute can we go back to the map
0: like yeah. of all the super fans that had to have been out there nobody cut it up and found out that the shape of new hampshire was made if you put them together like a puzzle it took this insurance investigator <laughs> however when, in 1995 i was like that's fucking awesome Oh, I mean, yeah, that's like... like I was blown the fuck away. We didn't have the internet back then. If somebody figured it out, it was probably just some guy, and he was like, "I know this, you know." Like I, solved the, a room, I, I solved the puzzle. I saw the puzzle. I'll, I'll tell the message boards
1: in a couple years, or maybe like the story not mentioned is that they were putting it together, but it looked more like Idaho, so they just went a couple states in the wrong direction. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why the fuck not? Like, oh, it's Idaho. That's weird. Oh, there's fields there oh how about that one the little creepy fucker today you're my mommy today is mommy's day (laughs) that shit freaked me out when i was a kid too man i was like that's there was some good creepy shit even the uh the viney looking
0: monster fuckers you know yeah, it was like the most 90s industrial light and magic like that was the big company that did all that stuff like et on and they uh, were like in the
1: credits of everything everything yeah the way that his character is in denial he's like no it's special effects there's hidden speakers motherfucker how the <laughs> fuck are you going to try and like mansplain and like fucking rationalize with hidden speakers
0: i was like this is the 90s i will say the little boy on the bike still kind of freaky when he drives by as an old man
1: oh yeah and that's one of those scenes
0: that was one that stuck
1: in my head well that's the thing that's closer towards the beginning when they all that shit goes down I was like, I've seen this. Like, there was no doubt in my mind that I had not seen it at that point. I just didn't
0: fucking remember anything other than the visual itself. I remember being more freaked out that she was in the car alone, Mm -hmm. you know, and he was, like, asleep and thinking, like, how freaky that would be to be, like, driving. And I wasn't old enough to drive yet.
1: Well, I've talked about it before on another episode, but, you know— thanks for the ride lady (laughs) anytime you're in a car (laughs) and something like that happens there's a little piece of me that goes back to thanks for the ride lady thanks for the ride lady (laughs) entitled fucking people in what a mercedes or whatever it was in that one anyway (laughs) sorry but but again like that's stephen king right like so i mean my mind is getting close to there you
0: know what i'm saying yeah i also when looking up people in this movie i realized that david warner was in the omen because i was looking through the credit list and sam neill was in the omen 3 never saw it i don't think it's worth a watch is it he plays damien all grown up uh, and he goes into politics i read that in the description
1: somewhere i've seen that that it does sound good i, I like that it's not good
0: <laughs> but
1: i mean it <laughs> sounds it's, uh, good yeah but it's
0: it's cool it caught my attention the last it's time continuity that. stuff goes it's not bad. It's, it's it's not as bad as The Exorcist 3. Did the covered bridge make you think about uh, Beetlejuice? That's the thing.
1: I see covered bridges. I think Beetlejuice. I think Funny Farm. I just think about the Northeast. That's the only place you're going to see a covered bridge. Is that where they are? Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, well, yeah,
0: and we know they're in the North. That makes sense. And I guess the reason for them is so they didn't ice over. I don't really remember. Yeah. It makes me think of Nosferatu by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. Because she, like, crosses a covered bridge to, like, she can basically, like, cable slide between places. Anyway, whole other. Whole other. Are we going to do a Stephen King special sometime? (laughs) Stephen King
1: series? Well, like the
0: the film versions? Oh, we're watching the the dark half now, for (laughs) sure. Okay, so we'll have to make a list for Stephen Kingers. Yeah, we're going to definitely do a month of Stephen King at some point. That'll be awesome. Black Church? I thought that was a painting in the background. I looked it up. It's a real place. Is it? They, yeah, they shot those exterior shots for real. Is that in the U.S.? Oh, I don't remember. I didn't. I don't remember the location. It was a cool looking building. It was a creepy church with the spires and everything. Mm-hmm. It was kind of spooky when he was like, it would be out there. And then on the other side, I was like, damn, that looks really good. Well, and it comes
1: complete with all ye who enter here signage. Anytime you see the all ye who enter here, back the fuck up. Forget you ever saw it. Don't fuck with it.
0: You're welcome. Was with the kids chasing the three-legged dog? Was That that was just, Styles was the only one who saw it, Was right? it three-legged from the beginning? I don't
1: know. I feel like it was fine, like in the town part. And then when it was at the black church
0: and the kids started fucking with it, I feel like it had gotten worse and lost the leg. It's possible. Everybody seemed to be getting deformed. And I guess that's what was happening out in the world, too. Once the book gets out, you get the devil's acne. You get the you devil's acne. You get the devil's acne. You have to strip acne. during the day. Mm-hmm. And A you daytime gotta, stripper. And make sure that your
1: local hardware store is stocked up on wooden handled axes. It's the weapon of choice for the possessed under the influence of the devil's acne
0: do you want to be the last man on earth covered in crayon the magic one use one purchase crayon is here it is kind of crazy that styles like tries to kiss him and then steals the car and drives off well she was still
1: coherent enough to i thought she was like i'm getting the fuck out of here like she was like what i preach you know the don't fuck with it she's like nope okay i'm done but no she goes to see sutton fear Sutter Kane? Yeah, there there it goes. <laughs>
0: Sutter Sutton fears. I really like when he tries to leave. The town does the old town loop-de-loop. The loop. There was so much in this movie. The loop. It's a lot of stuff you've seen before, but it was all here and it was all used right. All in about
1: 95 minutes. Just want to throw that out oh, there. Oh a tight too.
0: ninety-five minutes. Yeah, they... This movie didn't feel long either.
1: No, I didn't have the whole like, okay, how much longer from here? It was good. Good pace. A little bit at the end. And you know, I did have like a weird day yesterday, but a little bit towards the end made me a little sleepy. Like once he
0: came back? Somewhere in that last like 15 to 20. Parts of it seemed a little drawn out to me, but it's fine. Like after the Wall of Monsters. When he rips his face open yeah. and he's like a page in a book. Yes. Apparently they wanted the town to get sucked into the book that he ended up holding, but they couldn't figure out how to do that cheaply. Oh, okay. And so they were just like, they had him rip himself over. But the wall of H.P. Lovecraft monsters, like chasing him down the hallway. Yes, 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 yes. And apparently that was all one big thing. It was like one big
1: cart full of monsters that makes sense because looking at it so like stage left i guess of the monsters coming at you there was this one big one who looked like he was mounted up on something i don't know if you caught that yeah
0: they were basically on a little cart that makes perfect and they were sense. pushing it down they actually ran over greg nicotero's foot and broke it during so, that scene
1: and that is uh walking dead greg nicotero right yeah so i had that early on in my notes i saw that in the in the opening credits and i was like oh shit
0: that's badass i want to say he was on multiple carpenter movies like assistant director or something
1: yeah that series that i watched on sci-fi years ago the eli roth's whatever
0: oh history of horror yeah
1: yeah i think that they talked about that i think they did probably yeah you're, yeah still need to finish walking
0: dead one day Fucking you're gonna hell. watch daryl dixon i'm i don't goes think... to france with carol i would have rather watched a carol show honestly is carol on daryl yeah carol's gonna be on daryl carol's gonna be on daryl carol's gonna be on daryl carol daryl yeah a dead city with maggie and negan well the whole thing that in
1: walking they go to
0: to new york wouldn't you not go there it's too big too much universe there people are people watching it though that's what i really want to know like dude they i don't see anyone post about how great it is you know and i feel like our instagram feed in particular is fucking horror people Maybe it's just a different uh, different target audience now. I keep saying one day I'll finish it, but who knows? Maybe I won't.
1: Okay, can I there were a couple things in this movie. There was another creepy crawler. Anytime you're dealing with the the underworld, you got to have a creepy crawler. Are you talking about styles? styles? When she's all like bent and they have that contortionist yeah, yeah. walking she, backwards? When she contorts it up, always a creepy crawler. I think that's a horror that movie That was a stable. very the thing moment it was but man i could appreciate it the way that head was dropped down the way that they did it when it came at him with was the so...
0: styles mask the upside down styles mask
1: cuz you could see like the the stunt woman whoever had that mask on like <laughs> when she was crawling uh, i can appreciate it though it's it was... the kind of thing i like to see in this kind of movie i mean though. what this was probably made in 94 yeah yeah so i mean you're you're working with the best you got
0: and none of the nightmare on elm street movies are gonna freak me out necessarily but i watch them because i'm like that special effect is awesome well and something i've talked about magic
1: bullets in movies you know people shoot at stuff and it blows up like even if it's like a wood shed, like fucking all of a sudden it just explodes like it's got 20 pounds of dynamite in it magic bullets so in this movie there was a magic towel so when he's walking out of the hospital, and he's got all the crosses on him and he finds that towel and he like starts wiping one off. I'm like, he's next scene, he's going to be completely fucking clean, isn't he? Next scene, his face was completely
0: fucking clean. Yeah, the self-cleaning ash the from Evil Dead. The magic
1: fucking Dad. towel. There's these magic things in movies that are like, that's not how that works.
0: <laughs> a towel can't take it all off like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I've got a kid. I found crayon on my forearm. I licked that shit on my thumb three fucking times it's not gone. He had a fucking towel. Well,
0: you, <laughs> anyway so when he comes back with the book and he goes back through the portal the you know a small town where a boy is delivering newspapers mm-hmm. that boy delivering newspapers hayden christensen
1: no way yeah first movie who asks if he's all right
0: yeah darth fucking vader
1: that was him yeah it's him how did i not i was looking it doesn't this really movie. look like him
0: it wasn't because i noticed it it was because i saw him in the cast list well, so what's crazy is how old this movie is to us now.
1: And, okay, so this was his first movie. So, I mean, Star Wars, like, the newer Star Wars is that old now. Doesn't that kind of blow your mind a little bit?
0: Oh, you mean that it's... I'm really breaking it down, yeah. Yeah, that that was his first movie, but he was a teenager in Star Wars. Yeah, you know? but now all... Res- Late teens. Yeah, it's just so long ago. Time flies. God, I need to let it go. Anyway. To be fair, though, second Star Wars movie, not Phantom Menace.
1: Yeah, as a
0: little kid also i've seen a 27 minute fan cut of phantom menace with no jar jar binks in it that's a very good movie (laughs) it's only 27 minutes long Fanedits.com, if you ever check it out you have to request the file from somebody and they have to send it to you they won't distribute it there but there's like a cut of it chapter one and two cut together like the stephen king book so it goes more like the mini series where it jumps back and forth sweet okay, i, I want to okay. request it from that guy i'd so be down to watch like a four hour cut of it
1: well and I, how do you feel about so this movie it's about an author who writes these stories and it's a, it's uh, it's a crazy story to create like a whole dimensional thing right with the fucking evil beings coming up from wherever so don't you love it when he's in the scene with uh charlton heston at the end and he's like well don't distribute this you know he's like well i I hope he's like the movie's coming out you know what i mean like they they cover it you know for the people who don't read don't worry here's the movie yeah i actually like a real life thing you know what i mean they're like well yeah for the people who aren't gonna read this you know uber popular fucking book
0: don't worry the movie will be out so i read robert ebert's review of in the mouth of madness from 1995 Mm -hmm. his whole review and one of the things he said is he thought it was unbelievable that people were clamoring to get a book. Like, this excited to get a book. And uh, he was like, apparently people are just clamoring to get this book in 1995. Yeah, but that's covered, bud. It's like later in the movie. I'm saying it was a kind of a half-assed review. He didn't yeah. hate the movie, though. He pulled a me. Like, he picked that one weird fucking yeah, thing and was Yeah, le- he latched about it. onto that being like, people are this excited about books? And it was like, well, no, man. Later they make the movie and then you find out you're watching the fucking movie.
1: I'll admit that's probably that's one of my flaws when I'm trying to dissect things on you know. <laughs> there sometimes I tear it apart way more than I should and I'm sorry, it's just something will rub me the wrong way. What's weird is you captured a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about in the uh... in the outline. Yeah, that's nice. I, I don't know, that's almost too clean for me. I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> but no, great movie this was a good movie it's a fun movie to watch around halloween yeah it's a fun one uh you know like i found holes i'm not even going to talk about them i don't want to acknowledge them there's little things that are just a miss in this no big fucking deal
0: what i also found out doing research about this movie is during the credits right at the end just after the spca disclaimer that animals are being monitored and unharmed Right underneath it, it says, human interactions monitored by the Intergalactic Psychic Institute. The body count was high and casualties heavy. <laughs> That's what it says in the credits. Sick. Fucking so metal, John Carpenter.
1: That's hardcore. So next week, we're watching Ghosts of Mars. Is that what we're watching? I mean, we could. You didn't pick a movie? Next week, Phantoms. Is that what you want to watch? Um. No, wait, hold on. Next week bridges of madison county (laughs) you're supposed to pick a horror movie next week bridges of madison county no we did pick it what did i say i'm gonna make you watch the found footage was it alien abduction or was it i think it was hell house llc (gasps) hell house llc and it's gonna be that one because it's on streaming right now you don't have to pay for it oh i have to watch it too though don't i yeah oh that one really fucks with me But, look, you're going to be watching it, too, and you're going to tear it apart. So that's what I'm going to think of while I'm watching it. And I can watch it during the daytime this time. (laughs) Okay. Okay, yeah, Hell House LLC. I knew it was something. So, yeah, next time, Blue Crush. I knew it was something. Yeah. Next
0: time, Blue Crush with Michelle Rodriguez and Kate Bosworth.
1: You went to Michelle Rodriguez before Kate Bosworth?
0: Yeah. I'm an Anna Lucia guy.
1: (laughs) No, it's Hell House LLC. A horror movie that Scott hasn't seen. Let's go found footage because
0: he, he's not where I'm at.
1: He's not where I'm at. So I'm going to
0: force you to watch one cuz I have the opportunity to. And because it it's does the make only one that's kind of excited that you're like, "Wait, I have to watch it too?" Like you you <sighs> have to do it again. Well,
1: when you explained to me the whole process, I thought I would watch one that you hadn't seen and you'd watch one
0: or... And then we would just both do in one episode where yes. we, we talked about our yes. feelings. no.
1: I know, it's going to be a whole episode, I have to watch it again. Yeah. And like I said, I've seen the second one, and now there is a third Hell House.
0: Also, I believe last time I told you this was going to happen, and you were like, I'll have to think about it. (laughs) Well, because the other one I I had. No, it was because you were stressing out about having to watch this movie again.
1: Well, so for the found footage people, Alien Abduction, it freaked me out a little bit, and I've seen a lot of those. So that one was the runner-up. If you want to check that out, check that out. (laughs) <laughs> and just let it let it happen just let it happen hell house i think you'll get into it it's fucking creepy man like and it i mean for halloween something that's actual creep let's
0: do it all right i'm down i do need to see something truly scary i don't want to overhype it but hopefully it, it freaks you out i'm talking like large marge scary peewee yeah, man, large Mars scared the fuck out of me. It
1: was creepy when I, you knew it was coming because you'd seen it multiple times, yeah, yeah, and you always knew it was coming. Oh, you're it like,
0: always scared me every time too. When I was a kid, just happened get past it, right? Because once you it, got past like, it, like ah. I, I would get real panicked when he would get in the truck every time, and I knew that he was just gonna be like. Nah. <laughs> like he doesn't even react like it's nah. that bad <laughs>
1: nah. Nah. that was a good one wasn't it yes nah. <laughs> thanks everyone for joining us for the last video store clerks podcast be sure to leave a rating and subscribe you can find us on twitter at last clerks instagram at the last video store clerks and you can find scott at DispatchesFromThePit.com.